Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We didn't get surprised that time. Nope. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Monday, July the 10th, 2023. Feels very weird saying that in my head. It is still February. However, <laughs> look, the passage of time is a flat circle. Yes. I'm Lucy James, taking over hosting duties for today. Yeah. And joining me, the one, the only, Devante Chisholm. Hello, everyone. From GameSpot. Now, Devante, this is very weird because mm-hmm. you and I have worked together yes. for two years <laughs> and we met for the first time. 30 minutes ago. Yeah, 30 minutes ago. Multiple projects, you know, slacks back and forth, meetings and stuff. It feels like I already have met you. Mm-hmm. But yes, this is the very first time. And it's, it's such a pleasure mm-hmm. to, be, to be here right now and, and doing this with you. Uh, this is your first time, obviously, in the Kind of Funny studio. Yes. Um, for those at home who don't know you, uh, mm-hmm. give us a little bit about your story. Hui. Okay. So I'm Devante Chisholm. East Coaster. I won't say I'm from New York, but I have spent a lot of time there because I grew up in Jersey City. Um, And I am a video producer for GameSpot. And that means a lot of things. You might hear my voice on uh, some reviews or previews and such. Um, I did a new show for GameSpot for a while. um, And I was the main editor on How It Saved. So if you haven't checked that show out, definitely give it a watch. Episodes like uh, how Sonic saved Sega and how the Switch saved Nintendo. Um, it was a fun time. Yeah. And like I said, you've been here two years. Mm-hmm. Um, how are you finding kind of GameSpot? Because where did you come from originally in terms of like where, where you, we hired you from? You were an entertainment. Yeah, you hired me from like entertainment. The company I worked at before uh, GameSpot was more of like TMZ. So I traded in talking about the Kardashians to talking about video games, <laughs> which was a very welcome change. Trust me, no shade to the Kardashians. Imagine if we talked about Miyamoto the same way. <laughs> exactly. It was, it was very refreshing to, uh, to get here, start doing um, news for GameSpot, and just know that like, none of our titles will be like, Miyamoto slams the PlayStation 5 or you know, throws shade at, you know, there was Miyamoto no drama. Miyamoto papped with no makeup on. Yeah, there was, there was limited drama in that. That was very refreshing. Well, obviously, we are here today to host Kind of Funny Games Daily. Thank you again to the Kind of Funny team uh, for letting us sneak on. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a bunch of big stories today. Uh, so a new Black Panther game was announced from EA. Deus Ex is still very, very far away. And more because <laughs> this is Kind of Funny Games Daily each and every weekday at 10 a.m. Live right here on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games and Twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games. We run you through the nerdy news you need to know about. If you're watching live, you can correct us when we get stuff wrong uh, by going to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. And if we're wrong about anything, then I'm blaming Blessin and Greg. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But if you don't want to watch live, you can watch later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames or listen later on podcast services around the globe by searching for kindoffunnygames daily. Remember, you can use Epic Creator Code kindoffunny on all Epic Store and Epic in-game purchases like Rocket League and Fortnite to help support the channel 
And to be a part of the show, head to kindoffunny.com slash KFGD to write in with your questions, squad ups, and more. And remember, patreon.com slash kindoffunny will get you the show ad-free, plus a bevy of bonus content. Wow, great use of the word bevy. <laughs> Housekeeping, uh, time for another experiment mm. that I am being given... The uh, I'm allowed to tell you about this one. So if anything goes wrong with this experiment, uh, it's because we're not under control conditions, and I'm sorry. Uh, this week we're not breaking up our streaming content on YouTube. That means each day, kind of funny games daily, the super chat post show, and the stream of the day will be one big video on YouTube. What does it mean for you? Well, no more jumping between YouTube videos if you're watching live. You just come into one and hang out. That sounds pretty great. Uh, if you want to watch Kind of Funny Games Daily on demand while the stream is live, you just have to rewind to the beginning. And if you want to catch the Jabroni Boys after the stream has ended, you have to scrub past Games Daily. So let us know what you think of the plan in the video comments and make sure to help anyone in chat or comments that's confused as to what is going on. Yeah. Help each other out. Help each other. <laughs> so hopefully that makes a lot of sense. Uh, if you... Uh, no, already done the bit. Thank, huge thank you to our Patreon producer, Delaney Twining. And today we're brought to you by Bird Dogs, but we'll tell you about that later. Yeah. For now, let's begin with what is, and forever will be, the Roper Report. <laughs> it's time for some news! We have six stories today. A baker's dozen! <laughs> I love it. I feel like I'm channeling my inner Greg. Yeah. This is the loudest I will ever be. <laughs> <laughs> it's the coffee. It's the coffee, yeah. It's not Busan, but it is in a control mug. Nice. Which makes Ooh. me feel... Dude, I re-downloaded everything after seeing Alan Wake 2 at Summer Game Fest. <laughs> you made me very excited for Alan Wake 2. Let's just, let's just talk about Alan Wake. Yeah, no. right? <laughs> no. We're talking about uh, a brand new EA studio is making a Black Panther game. Mm -hmm. uh, this is from Marika Hashimoto at Marvel.com. Uh, Wakanda Forever, as we celebrate the 57th anniversary of Black Panther's comic debut this July, we're thrilled to announce Cliffhanger Games, a new AAA development studio based in Seattle, is working on an original third-person, single-player Black Panther game in collaboration with Marvel Games. Their mission is to build an expansive and reactive world that empowers players to experience what it's like to take on the mantle of Wakanda's protector, the Black Panther. Led by Kevin Stevens from Monolith Productions, Cliffhanger has already brought together accomplished talent with leaders from the critically acclaimed and innovative action-adventure game Middle-Earth Shadow of Mordor, along with veterans of top franchises, including Halo Infinite, God of War, Call of Duty, and others. We're dedicated to delivering fans a definitive and authentic Black Panther experience, giving them more agency and control over their narrative than they have ever experienced in a story-driven video game. Wakanda is a rich superhero sandbox, and our mission is to develop an epic world for players who love Black Panther and want to explore the world of Wakanda as much as we do, said Kevin. The development team at Cliffhanger Games will be working in partnership with Marvel Games to ensure that we craft every aspect of Wakanda, its technology, its heroes, and our own original story with the attention to detail and authenticity it, that the world of Black Panther deserves. It's an incredibly rare opportunity to build a new team around the values of diversity, collaboration, and empowerment, said Kevin. We want our game to enable players to feel what it's like to be worthy of the Black Panther mantle in unique, story-driven ways, and we want Cliffhanger Games to empower everyone on our team we collaborate to bring this amazing world to life. All right, right. Immediate thoughts, immediate reactions. What do you reckon? Um, my immediate reaction to the news <laughs> was, one, didn't this get announced already? 
But then I remembered that, um, one, it's not the Amy Hennig, uh, Captain America crossover, like team up game. Mm. Um, and also, I think this leaked last summer. So that's probably why, where that's coming from. But after I uncross the wires in my brain, um, I think this sounds cool. Mm. I mean, it's a new team and it's a fresh chance for them to do something really cool with this world. And, and like it says here, um, to build a team around the values of diversity. Now, when I first saw this story this morning, I saw some tweets um, going up about uh, the company hiring people. And then I also saw, you know, ex-cast host Paris Lilly tweeting that this is the perfect opportunity for them to add more diverse people to that team and get people who look like me on the team to work on something that should be like a celebration of African culture. And I completely agree. Mm -hmm. um, I think what we have with, um, we're seeing it a lot uh, with, with lead characters um, being more diverse and, and even like um, black mainly even like Miles Morales coming out later this fall and the hype around that game alone. Um, but I think it's fantastic to have another game coming out and for kids to be able to play Black Panther and to, you know, see characters like them, mm -hmm. you know, and control them like that. So that it's fantastic. I'm yeah. Happy for I mean, I, I know I've fallen off Marvel um, mm -hmm. quite a lot over the past couple of years. I think maybe just because of the abundance of mcu stuff that hasn't necessarily hit for me yeah. but i will say i think the the black panther uh movie from a few years ago was one that i just absolutely adored because it was such a celebration and it was this story that was so well crafted i'm really excited to see what they do and hopefully that they manage to i mean there's so much black panther lore and yeah that they could 57 years 57 I, years I of it even realized. that they could put in here but i mean i'm intrigued like it's the team a lot of folks from middle earth shadow of mordor exactly. um a lot of folks are from monolith and so yeah you go to these other franchises like god of war call of duty um within the broader kind of video game because what is it it's like a celebration of single player two third mm -hmm. person um i mean i guess my question is is like what do you want this to be? Do you want it to be kind of like what they did with Marvel Spider-Man, which is, you know, kind of completely remove it um, from the kind of burden, the shackles of the MCU? Or yeah. do you kind of see them trying to cross over in certain ways like they did with the uh, Avengers game, which was, you know, they, they threw in costumes and stuff, but it mm -hmm. was an original story. What do you reckon? What would you like to see? From I would like to see it be something original. Mm -hmm. um, and it's it's so hard not to, like, kind of compare what you want your expectations to be <laughs> with what Spider-Man is um but i would like something original um it, it also gets into that kind of weird area where um like if you do chase after what he was in the mcu you know you're missing the the lead actor of that movie unfortunately and i i, I don't remember if it said it in this story but i did remember seeing somewhere that like the game takes place after the death of a, uh, of a Black Panther mm. and like you're taking up the mantle as a new Black Panther. Mm -hmm. um, so I would, I would be okay with mm -hmm. it being that type of thing. Like if we, if we honor um, Chadwick in a, in a way in the game, but I, I do think it would probably benefit more being its own thing and pulling from that 57 years of comics. I think, I mean, yeah, if that is the case, that's probably even from a gaming like onboarding kind of thing yeah you you start completely afresh you are taking up the mantle you're becoming the black panther you are learning on the job essentially yeah. i think that would be kind of smart 
I yeah, I'm also in the in the vein where I want it to be its own thing because I think my issue with MCU as it currently stands and Marvel in general is that there is just so much and it, it feels uh, even as someone who was incredibly invested in that universe for a long time, mm. it just feels like if you don't consume every single part of it, you are missing out on something. Yeah, and I think if you are putting all of these resources, building a team, building a studio, putting this all behind Black Panther, you want the you want people to get in on the ground floor. You don't want to have expectations and baggage for people to get in on a story like this. And so that's mm -hmm. why I also hope it's going to be something new. Yeah. Easter eggs for people who know it. Yeah. But, you know, I don't want to have to get a Disney <laughs> Plus sub for my required reading <laughs> or, yeah. like, watching before I get Unless it, like, comes with the game, which would be weird. But, yeah. My, my question to you is, mm. do you think um, we're going to hit a point where these Marvel games are, like, too, like oversaturation of the Marvel games? Because we do have... EA Motive, I believe, making the Iron Man game, um, Skydance New Media, making the Captain America Black Panther game, plus we have Wolverine, plus mm -hmm. we have <laughs> Spider-Man 2, mm -hmm. and then whatever else that, you know, either I'm forgetting or I haven't, or hasn't been announced yet. Mm -hmm. um, are we going to hit that point where we're just kind of sick of Marvel games? I mean, until they, uh, until they remake X-Men Destiny. And, <laughs> no. The thing is, I think... I think the difference there is maybe with the exception of Avengers and sorry, Greg, um, they're all good or like poised to be yeah. very good. And I think stripping back and removing, I keep using the word baggage, but I think that's basically what the MCU has become right now. Yeah. To have these more self-contained stories, I think it only works in their favor. And so also you're kind of getting, you know, Wolverine is getting a game. And mm -hmm. I haven't played a Wolverine game since that tie-in, which was pretty weird. Yeah. <laughs> From a few years ago, if I remember correctly. But you know what I mean? So I think the oversaturation with Marvel films, mm -hmm. absolutely. Marvel games, I don't think we've hit that yet. Okay. And I don't think we will for a few years. And, and also, you know, I think... From the sounds of it, this is still very much a ways off. Mm -hmm. Doesn't seem to be any even like a hint of a release date. We've got Spider-Man 2 coming out this year. Mm. Wolverine, hopefully next year, maybe. Yeah, and so, you know, I think if they stagger stuff out, I think, we're in, I think we're in for a good time. It's kind of like a nice reset, if anything. Okay. Yeah, I can agree with that. Instead of the, you know, movie universe, we get a game universe somehow. Even though it's different. Don't tempt them. Even Don't though tempt it's, them. it's different studios, but if they want to, like, you know, somehow combine forces and make that, uh, I'm down. The most, that's literally the most ambitious crossover in history. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on then. Adam Jensen actor says, no one is called about a new Deus Ex game. This is from Wes Ian Poole at IGN. It feels so weird to say that because Wes has been at Eurogamer for so, so long, but congrats to him uh, for heading over to IGN. Um, so this is from him. The actor who plays Adam Jensen from Deus Ex has said he has yet to be asked to reprise his role. Elias Tufexis, who played protagonist Jensen in Eidos Montreal's Deus Ex Human Revolution and Deus Ex Mankind Divided, took to Twitter to reply to a question asking if he was working on a new game in the series. Yep, as happy as I am to be busy, I wish I was even more busy on a new Deus Ex. I'm not under any NDA for Deus Ex because no one has called me about it, truly. Tufexis' tweet has saddened fans of the series, which was left unfinished after 2016's Mankind Divided ended on a cliffhanger. In November, Bloomberg's Jason Schreier tweeted to say a new Deus Ex was in the works at Eidos Montreal, although still in the very, very early stages of development. The troubled Embracer group, you never want to be known as the troubled, <laughs> uh, acquired Eidos Montreal in May last year when it bought Square Enix's Western Studios and Associated Intellectual Properties for just 
$300 million. The sale, which is set to go through by September this year, means Embracer owns Crystal Dynamics, Eidos Montreal, and Square Enix Montreal, as well as IPs including Tomb Raider, Deus Ex, Thief, and I can't say it out loud because Tam will come. Uh, no, Legacy of Pain. Um, you know what? I'm just going to say it. I feel like Elias has been tweeting about this a lot, so I'm not sure why this is news now. <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, yeah, are you a big Deus Ex fan? Um, I played maybe one of them. I, I forget which one it was. It, mi it might have been Mankind Divided, but yeah. Was it the two. orange one or the gritty gray one? <laughs> I, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I know I have a, I have a friend who, who absolutely loves them, and mm -hmm. that's probably why I don't even remember which one I played because I've watched him play a couple of them and mm -hmm. heard him talk about it and mm -hmm. try to get me to play all of them. But um, yeah. It, yeah. I mean, I, I really liked Human Revolution. Mankind Divided did not grab me as much, but obviously it has its fans and people mm -hmm. are kind of longing. Uh, it's, it's a great jewel in the crown of, I guess, Square Enix's IPs that they did nothing with. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you look at all the IPs that Square Enix have kind of squandered over the years. But yeah, it's kind of a weird one because Elias definitely has been pushing, you know, desperately. He's, he hears the fans. So he obviously mm. wants to get back into that world, voice that iconic character again. Feels like it's very much on the back burner. And mm -hmm. if the rumblings are true, then if it's in very, very early stages of development, yeah, because uh, after Guardians of the Galaxy, Idos Montreal will be looking at, as to the next thing, but they've been acquired. And so it depends. Is Embracer going to give them a new Deus Ex? Are they yeah. going to give them Thief? Probably not. Uh, <laughs> Probably. Or a Legacy of Kane? I mean, what is the biggest success for them? What does that look like? Mm -hmm. uh, but also at the same time, they're troubled. Yeah. I would say, like, if, I mean, you know, if if I was them, looking at what Cyberpunk has done, because, you know, like, Deus Ex kind of has that same, like, augmented type of thing going on. Oh, um, never forget, augment your pre-order. <laughs> that was them. So it's like, with the with the success and, like, the revival um, of Cyberpunk, you think maybe they would try to, like, chase that? Be like, mm -hmm. you know, we, we've done it well in the past, we can do it right now. Um, but like you said, it, it may just be on the back burner. It may be the type of thing where they are thinking about going that route and, you know, they just haven't called him yet. You know, oh. turn turn your ringer up, you know, like make <laughs> sure they sit, by, sit by the phone. They might be calling you. Um, I would hate to see this. And, and I don't remember where the, the timeline of this situation ended up. Um, you know, who was right, who was wrong, if anybody was in the right or wrong. But the Bayonetta situation with the oh, yeah. voice actor, I, I wouldn't want to see it, like, go down that route where fans are just so upset that they replace uh, the main person in Deus Ex. I do not think you can have Adam Jensen without, uh, without Elias. So, fingers crossed. I mean, yeah, it would be great to see another one, but also they have so many properties. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of, I think everyone is just holding their breath and seeing how the Embracer stuff plays out yeah be losing that two dollar deal is gonna <laughs> be hurting them uh yeah. so would we'll... be more of a safe bet to yeah. just you know sit back wait. and wait a little bit we'll wait to see how that all right next up this is from jordan midler at vgc an all-female final fantasy 16 musical announced a final fantasy 16 musical has been announced probably could have not said that first line <laughs> uh the show will be performed by the all-female theater troupe at Taka, oh, hang on, Takarazuka Review. Tickets for the show will go on sale in April. The performance will take place in late 2024. The show will take place at the Takarazuka Grand Theater in Hyogo, Japan. 
Final Fantasy X-themed Kabuki show was performed earlier this year. Square Enix has also claimed as part of the announcement that the Final Fantasy series has crossed 180 million shipments and downloads worldwide. Wow. I mean, I've got many questions. Mm -hmm. First of all, why is it not over here? Are they going to be streaming (laughs) it? I don't know. Like, I would love to see a stage show where they're putting the icons on there. Yeah. I think that would be really cool. I mean... I don't think I've ever seen a video game adaptation. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, I know that Andrew Goldfarb, friend of the show and friend to us, uh, went to see the Persona 5 stage show. Okay. And he said that was really, really cool. So I'm just saying there's a market for it. Why are we not seeing more? Yeah. Other than Final Fantasy and Persona, what would you like to see on stage? Um. <laughs> could be anything. Yeah, it could be anything. That's that's the craziest thing about it is, like, the the first thing that pops into my head is I think... I think Witcher would probably make for a really good musical, even if like I, I, just thinking about the Netflix show and the one song that mm. really stuck with everyone, uh, toss a coin to your Witcher. Oh, I think, yeah. Okay. I think if you put a bunch of other songs in that <laughs> and, and put it on stage, that would be fantastic. Anything to just hear like a grizzly Geralt like singing a song. I I would love it personally. There would be I'm a song down. that's just yeah, like just a grr. Yeah. Oh, people are saying that there was a Nia all... show as well. Oh, okay. Oh, that sounds sick. But was it? Uh, because I see concert, and that's mm. what I was thinking with this. I was when I saw musical. Mm-hmm. At first, I was thinking one of the concerts where it's like a symphony orchestra, yeah. like playing the soundtrack like or Final something, Fantasy, which I feel like is pretty normal. Yeah. At this point, there's a lot of those. But yeah, the musical part where they're actually playing scenes from the game could be interesting i'm just going with like my favorite games because next in mind is like uncharted so i want to see like an uncharted 2 or something or go through all of them throw last of us in there too why not i mean you know it's going to make money because of the show oh yeah 100%. the game the show it, it, it would be cool oh no a clicker oh no a clicker <laughs> here it comes i i'm i'm game i'm down for it <laughs> wait John Luke says, you'll be happy to know a Witcher musical did happen in Poland. Oh, okay. I mean, okay. God. So if it, I feel like, if it I feel there, like we are it. losing out. We're, we're missing out over here. Yeah, I feel like we don't out. get anything other than the, the Final Fantasy concert thing. We get the video games live thing. We get now the Game Awards Orchestra thing. Mm-hmm. But until I see someone dressed in a full mech yeah. for a Titanfall 2 musical, <laughs> then I am done i'm afraid titanfall 3 the musical they just act out what the game would have been yeah that would have been fantastic bloodborne the musical (laughs) have you beaten uh final fantasy 16 no i am like three quarters of the way through and then last week i went on holiday and i didn't have my playstation have you finished it no i haven't even started it (gasps) now the thing is i haven't even played the demo which i feel like is crazy to say because everyone was so hyped about the Mm -hmm. demo when it came out but i'm in a place where I am still on Breath, uh, not Breath of the Wild, Tears of the Kingdom. I keep doing that. Honestly, you could say you're still on Breath of the Wild and I'd believe you. <laughs> I'm still on Tears of the Kingdom. And then Diablo 4 surprised me and got a took to me. So I'm still playing that. And then somewhere off in a corner, Cal Kestis is like making a really mean face at me because I played like half an hour of that. And I'll be like, I'll be back to you. And I haven't. So knowing I have those just sitting on my shoulders, weighing me down, I'm like, I can't, I can't Final Fantasy. No. And I edited the summons video, did. lore video for yeah. that. And the more I did that video, the more I was like, this looks awesome. Yeah. This is fantastic. I need to play. I can't. 
I can't do it. Don't do it yet. I mean, hey, when you get back to the East Coast, mm -hmm. just settle in. Pour 70 hours of your life in it. <laughs> I'm having a good time. Uh, I'm going to hopefully finish this weekend before everything else yeah. kicks off. I would rush to beat it. If, if, this, uh, if this musical is actually happening mm -hmm. in, the, in America, I would rush to beat it just so I you know, can watch it with no spoilers. It. Yeah. Even if they just streamed it. All right. Sega is licensing an immensely popular IP. Ooh. Don't get too excited. <laughs> For a new Web3 game. This is also from Jordan Midler at VGC. Line Next has announced that it will team up with Sega and license an immensely popular IP for its blockchain gaming platform, Game Dosi. Line Next is pleased to be teaming up with Sega to bring some exciting gaming to the Web3 space for gamers around the world, said Yongsu Ko, CEO of Line Next. Through this partnership, Game Dosi will provide Web3 content that anyone can easily enjoy, including Sega fans. It's unclear what this license is referring to. The company behind Sonic the Hedgehog is letting third-party partners create NFT games using some of its franchises, including Three Kingdoms and Virtua Fighter, but currently it won't allow its biggest characters to be associated with blockchain titles to avoid potentially devaluing its IP. <laughs> Line Next is a South Korean firm that operates under Line, a messaging service similar to WhatsApp. Launched in May, GameDosi is a Web3 gaming platform that provides user and game-centered services. Earlier this week, Sega co-chief operating officer Shuji Utsumi called play to earn titles boring. <laughs> play to earn titles boring. Adding, what's the point if games are no fun? Right? <laughs> yeah. We're looking into whether this technology is really going to take off in this industry after all, Utsumi said. Despite cooling its interest in blockchain gaming, Sega will continue to invest in the area while there remains a chance it could become more mainstream in the future. Uh, well, <laughs> I I guess it's it's just it's so funny that they're you know stay away from you know our our biggest characters just in case. Yeah, like we don't trust you to I don't know do anything with Sonic mm -hmm. or Knuckles or the the rest of the boys. I'm not a big Sega fan, but <laughs> <laughs> but it's so weird. They they are basically doing the it's always sunny like. I will play both sides. Yeah, <laughs> that's how I like. That's how I win, and it's and that's where that's where I always win. And so it's uh, it's very weird. I just kind of wish that they weren't giving this stuff any oxygen at all. Yeah, same. Um, who do you think? Who do you think it is? IP wise, who do you think it is? I I have no idea. Considering like they're saying they don't. It, to me, it, it feels a little confusing because immensely popular, but also they want to like keep it away from their biggest characters so what would be an immensely popular game that's not one of their big characters if, if you say persona or yakuza <laughs> i'm gonna <laughs> you know unfortunately kazuma kiryu would not be down for blockchain gaming <laughs> i could see no. that happening unfortunately but uh the phantom yeah. thieves could you imagine futaba though like no, I mean, she would be, oh, actually, I feel like out of any character in Persona, Futaba would probably have some NFTs. <laughs> I, I, like, I, I think Persona might be safe just because there were so much announcements with Persona recently that maybe they would have, like, teased mm. that or dropped that, you know, mm. when they were making those announcements. So you, you might be okay. This sounds like a Yakuza sub story. That's like, why I'm uh, here. You, know, you getting involved into NFTs for someone that hasn't like fully played any of them. Like I don't know. There's just something like there's goofy aspects oh, to yeah. the Yakuza game. So I feel like 
they could kind of slip it in as a joke mm -hmm. just to be like hey um yeah we're we're testing this we're dipping our toes in here you accidentally becomes an joke. nft yeah and has to hunt down who's selling it or i don't know how nft I don't know. You sound like you're down with the idea. It sounds like you would play that game. Look, I've got some apes, okay? <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're massively depreciating in value. <laughs> I've got to get this back up. I'm, like, I'm very excited. All my investments. Yeah. My kids' college one. No. It's a, it's a bummer. I, I do want to see, like, just, you know, companies just kind of leave it behind and stop dipping their toes in it. But, I mean, from a business standpoint, I, all right, I get it, you know? <laughs> I don't want to get it. But I guess I get it. You just want to make sure you know. And then if it takes off, you're already kind of there. I already feel like we're in the. We are. Definitely. <laughs> we, we definitely are. I haven't heard Ubisoft talk about it in a while. Because it only popped up for Ghost Recon. Oh, yeah. I forgot about and that. And then they didn't add it to anything else. Unless they did. And I, I haven't noticed. But, um, yeah, I just kind of want them to. Maybe it's in the Avatar game and we don't know about that. <laughs> or maybe it's in Skull and Bones and that's why it's taking so long. <laughs> Aha, mateys. We'll be riding along the blockchain. Anyway. <laughs> Next up, EA Sports FC. Oh my God, is that the new name? Yeah. Oh God. Football Club 24. Football Club. Uh, EA Sports FC 24 Ultimate Edition cover revealed featuring over 30 players. Once again, from Jordan Midler at VGC. Prolific. Prolific. Oh. Uh, nice. EA has unveiled the cover for EA Sports FC's 20 EA Sports FC 24's Ultimate Edition. A lot of God. a lot, <laughs> a lot of words. The cover shows off over 30 players, including Erling Haaland, Pele, Ronaldinho, Sam Kerr, Leah Williamson, Andrea Pirlo, and more. I. I feel like I used to be connected to football. I've heard of two of those. <laughs> yeah, I was, about to, I was about to ask, you know, <laughs> I thought you would be oh, yeah. more into, you would know a little more about these players. I wish. Uh, <laughs> I love that at the top right, there's just a guy that looks like Nick. It's just can we, can, we, can we get a zoom in on this, please? Um, yeah, let me see how easy that's going to be. No. Oh, here we go, here we go. No, 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 it's fighting it. Hold on, let me get out of here. Open image. Cat, you know what to do. Take take that player and put him on a picture of Nick. Or actually just put Nick in the corner of the cover. Oh, my God. <laughs> that just is Nick. <laughs> That's so great. I <laughs> He's so serious. <laughs> he just, it, he doesn't, like, make sense. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm sure that's some famous soccer player. That yeah, it know. is. The, the, chat, the chat is yeah, saying. Yeah, but, like, his shirt not having any yeah, not sort having of graphic any... whatsoever, just being a light blue shirt, <laughs> phenomenal. He looks like he, oh, my God, get in here. Hey. Get in here. He looks like he just wandered on and no one told him to leave. <laughs> I mean, because... have you played? Have you ever played a, a soccer match or no, a football match? But I mean, it's a lot of running, so I can imagine that's what I'm reacting to here because my knees hurt a yeah. lot. But here, Lucy, you're dead on. He looks like he didn't know what was happening. Yeah. And somebody just put him on set, and he's like shocked and like, "Am I gonna get sued for being in this picture?" <laughs> he that's looks like he was look. a stand-in, yeah, so that they could check that everyone fit. And then the guy just never showed up. So and they were like, just, you yeah, they're like, "You got, you're, yeah." He's a seat holder for like the Oscars. That's perfect. God, I wish I had that hairline. Now, what if that isn't you, Nick? What if that's just Johnny Ace? Oh, that could be. At the wrong, yeah, at yeah. the wrong sport. 
thing about the Ace Man guys is that there is no such thing as a wrong sport for John L. Ace Esquire, Knight of the Old Republic, MD. He will play whatever sport you want and dominate. That's what the Ace Man does. That's why they call him the Ace Man. If they didn't call me, if, they, if he didn't dominate, they'd call, they'd call him the Queen Man or like the Jack of Diamonds. The Queen Man? Because it's not the Ace card. Veiled reference to cards. Yeah. Oh. Because okay. <laughs> the Ace is the one card, you know what I mean? Oh. Because he's number one. The Queen okay. is like what? Ace, Ace my puck. Queen's like two down the line. Okay. I, I think she's in the line of succession. Twelve. That's my phone. Yeah. Oh, he's taking a picture of his <laughs> okay. face. He does this all the time. I'm sorry. Thanks. Bye guys. Bye. Later. <laughs> I've got a I've got a new desk uh, background. Yeah. My phone. Congratulations. <laughs> uh, the reveal confirms details recently leaked by data miner Bill Bill Coon, who has also claimed that Harlan stars on the cover of the standard edition of EA Sports FC 24. And that the game will be released on September the 29th. Although Bill Bill Coon has chosen not to share the standard edition cover image due to copyright reasons, they describe it as depicting Holland. Hey, sorry, it's just a very funny thing. <laughs> they describe it as depicting Holland in a Champions League game about to take a shot with one arm wide open. So a guy playing football <laughs> taking yeah. a shot. Uh, while Mbappe was featured on the cover of FIFA 21, FIFA 22. And FIFA 23. Jesus. That's some, uh, that's a lot of covers. Yeah. Uh, the French star doesn't appear on the Ultimate Edition of EA Sports FC. Interesting. Wow. I feel like this is kind of a, you know, great that they were able to squeeze all of those on there. But, like, I kind of wish they did, you know, it's, it's uh, FC 24 cover with 24 players on it. Oh, that would have been smart. Yeah, like yeah. it's it's such a, a small yeah. thing. It doesn't matter at all. But like, just because it's twenty four, just throw twenty four players on there. I did see Simon Cardi uh, from IGN made this cover, but he made it the Beatles uh, Sgt. Pepper album. Which is nice. <laughs> Honestly, I wish I knew more about soccer, but sadly, I don't. So I'm gonna move us along. Yeah, cool cover though. Great cover. Really cool cover. Uh, and then we have EA announces EA UFC five. Nice. What was EA's thing this morning? Did I just sleep through it? I woke up and there was all this news from EA. And I'm just like, oh, all right, lads. Yeah, I guess they just, you know, decided, all right, today's the day. Oh, all we have everything. is a tweet for this, by the way. We don't have a new story. <laughs> oh, oh, there's, there's, a, God, there's, the there's Beatles That is uh, Beatles, which is very good. Very good. It deserves more. <laughs> uh, yep. Coming soon, UFC 5, full reveal September 2023. Sign up for more news. And there's a logo. Cool. Fun. Yeah. Are you a big UFC guy? Help um, me out here, Devontae. Help me. No, I, I, I dabble a little bit. Um, I play them. It's, it's the type of game that, like, I like to load up and, and play with friends. Um, I have a friend that, like, kind of always buys them, mm -hmm. um, creates his, you know, created player and, and boosts all the stats up and then challenges me. And I'm just like, this is cheating. But, okay, I, I guess I'm having a good time anyway. That's what I used to do. When I used to play games with my dad. When I played 007 Nightfire, I would always... Uh, pump up my stats and mm -hmm. never played with me again. Uh, yes, this is the... Oh, so it's not just a logo reveal. It's an animated logo yeah. reveal, everyone. Please be excited. And just like the football, looks good. Logo looks good. I'm sure Great the cover font. will look good. Great font yeah, usage. Love the use of the graphics. Full reveal September. Okay, it's still it's still July. We, you know, mm -hmm. cool it. But I guess uh, this is probably just for yeah. like... Uh, shareholders and stuff right the games are yeah the games are really good though i i enjoy them i i you know forget the controls sometimes when i'm going in because i i feel like i'm a lapsed player all the time but mm -hmm. like it's good to see that the the game is still doing good and it's not yeah. you know 
EA is just all Madden. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say it <laughs> feels like, like it feels like though. for a long time EA were like, okay, Madden, FIFA. Mm -hmm. That's the stuff that brings in the big bucks. Yeah. But we haven't forgot about UFC. Sphinx says it take they took three years on this one. So wow. Okay. A hot minute. Yeah. So oh. I guess this is hopefully gonna be like the best one in the series since they Fingers took that much time to make it. All yeah, right. I'll check it out. And I will watch over your shoulder because I will probably not. Okay. I'll be too busy playing EA Sports uh, FC 24. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving us on to the ads. Remember, you can go to patreon.com slash games where you can get the show ad-free. And speaking of ads, let us tell you about our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Bird Dogs make you look good. Bird Dogs stretch khaki shorts are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. They fit way better than regular shorts that are made of a stiff, restricting cotton. Bird Dogs use anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long. I've been going down to the heat of Los Angeles with Gia a lot recently, and I've been loving the breeze thanks to my Bird Dogs. They got Oxford shorts, khaki shorts, bathing suits, and much, much more. My favorites are the Art Farts Knockers, and it's not just because of the name, it's because of the blue, but hey, the name doesn't hurt at all. Art Fart Knocker, come on. Go to birddogs.com slash kindoffunny or enter code kindoffunny for a free Yeti-style tumbler with your order. That's birddogs.com slash kindoffunny or use the promo code kindoffunny for a free Yeti-style tumbler. Birddogs.com slash kindoffunny. Promo code kindoffunny. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But September is so far away. If I wanted to know what is coming to mom and grab shops today, Devante, where would I look? The official list of upcoming software across each and every platform as listed by the Kind of Funny Games show host each and every weekday. Well, out today is nothing. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sorry, everyone. Nothing and and we, we missed we missed the jingle, but I guess since there's no, oh, no. there's no there's no games, so I there's guess no games, so we can just or no <laughs> nothing <laughs> there's a bunch of ea news but no no games so your backlogs are safe yeah for at least a day for today like i'm still in long lunch mode which is you know i've been on holiday for a week mm -hmm. i'm coming in i've never hosted <laughs> i just uh, you know I've, i'm i'm getting there i'm getting there i need more yeah. coffee but anyway we do have new dates for some things though so nothing is out today but uh, the uh, new dates and the narrative platformer Puzzles for Clef mm -hmm. comes to PC on the 24th of July. Bug Snacks Whoa. comes to iPhone and iPad on the 12th of July. A song that's still, every time I hear it, mm -hmm. I love it. But also I'm reminded of 2020 where Jen, we had it on loop. We mm -hmm. had it on loop in the apartment. And so every time I see it, I get like the 20 yard stare where I'm just like taken back to the early days of the pandemic, just listening to. 
that's how I get with the the Beatles sometimes because uh, my freshman year of college, I moved in, you know, dorm room, mm-hmm. Beatles rock band. Oh. Out, and just, oh, man. And then my, my roommate also uh, made his ringtone um, The Walrus. What's the name of that song? I Am The Walrus. I Am The Walrus. Yeah. So, yeah. So between the game always playing constantly and then him waking up for class with cuckoo, kachoo, <laughs> I just, I, I was losing my mind. You know what? I'm just going to say it. There is such a thing as too much Beatles. There you go. Finally, finally, someone that like, can look. say it with me. Thank you. My finally. sister, my sister uh, lived and worked in Liverpool for a long time, and mm-hmm. I genuinely cannot play any Beatles around her because she used to work in a hotel, and that was all they would play. Wow. And, uh, yeah. So, I, I, come, I come from a Beatles-free household, I'm afraid. Yeah. But with that being said, I love, I love the Bug Snacks uh, song. I didn't play it on loop, so I might listen to it later. Uh, and Hammer of Virtue brings destruction, comes to PC on the 7th of August. We- All right, but well, we do have some deals of the day, though. Um, Want to get Greg in WWE 2K23? You? For a limited time, you can use the locker code GAMEOVERGREGGY and add the great... Okay, well, clearly Greg wrote this. And add the greatest My Faction <laughs> Manager of all time to your squad. Uh, there is a tweet from Greg... Where he's talking about it. Uh, yeah. And so, hashtag, this is awesome. Wait, was he? Who sucks? Hashtag, JBL sucks. But yeah. Yeah. So if you want that, go get it. Lock a code. Game over Greggy. Game over Greggy. There he is. There he is. All, all caps. All caps. I don't know if the caps makes a difference. Just do it anyway. Because yeah, you're. Do, just to be safe. Do it anyway. Do it, do, One, to, yeah. you know, to emulate Greg's energy, but mm-hmm. two, just to like let the game know you're serious. Yeah. You want him. His feud with JBL is like, shocking and it's so much fun to watch. Uh, <laughs> I love ta- it. Will he take it too far? Yeah. Yeah. No. 100%. No. Someone's getting sued. Probably Greg. <laughs> anyway, time for some reader mail. Now it is time. Uh, you can write into kindoffunny.com slash KFGD to get your questions read on the show, just like Danny Ghosty Boy. Mm. Uh, how do you play games when life gets stressful? I have had an increased amount of stress from family and financial issues out of my control to the point where relaxing or video game time doesn't feel the same. Do you experience this as well? And what are some ways to feel more relaxed when playing games? I've definitely felt this. Um, first off, you know, don't force it. If you feel like playing a game is becoming a chore to you, definitely just relax. Maybe don't play that game, you know, just it, it should never feel like homework. It's supposed to be like something you enjoy. Um, but something else I do, uh, and I think that's what got me into this weird farming sim hole that I'm in right now is to play a cozy game. Mm. You know, if you're feeling like, your life is really stressful and you're hopping into a stressful Call of Duty match, that might just be adding to that stress. But if you're playing something like, um, you know, Disney Dreamlight Valley, which is the thing I've been really addicted to lately. <laughs> I mean, you're just, you're, you're running around doing little like fetch quests and stuff for Disney characters and gardening. So if you need some of that, you know, Power Wash Sim also oh, yeah. something good. Turn your brain off. It's meditative. The SpongeBob DLC is pretty dope. Um, th- th- that's my thing. You know, maybe switch up the game or something like that. Just try something different to get you away from how you're feeling. Mm. I would say, first of all, sorry to hear that you're having a rough time. Yeah. It's 
seems to be going around, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, what a weird kind of couple years we've all had. I would say the thing that helps me is um, not having my phone around. Because I, she says, with her phone, right? Yeah. Um, with some great pictures of Nick, I'm sure I can enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, not having my phone around. Because what I do is I equate being stressed to things on my phone, whether mm-hmm. that's Twitter or like emails or work or whatever. And so when I want to play games and relax, I put my phone on the other side of the room, sometimes yeah. in another room, and I just kind of fully immerse myself into the experience. I also enjoy a good cozy game. Yeah. Uh, I'm currently playing Dave the Diver. Oh, Fantastic. I got to get on that. And oh, what a lovely <laughs> game. It is so charming. Mm. And so the thing about it is, I think if I'm playing a game where there is a loading screen, like if I'm loading into a match, or if there's even oh. a cutscene, I'm so bad oh. about this. Like, even if there's a cutscene, I'll just instinctively reach my phone. So yep. separating that out, putting it over there so I don't have to, um, and I can just enjoy the game and kind of lose myself for a couple of hours. That's how I do that. But like Devante said, don't force it. Yeah. Gaming is meant to be a very relaxing hobby. And, you know, just enjoy it. It's meant to be fun, as mm-hmm. the guy from Sega said. For the blockchain. <laughs> yeah. Don't play, if you're stressed, don't play blockchain <laughs> games. <laughs> oh, nice. No. The Indie Quest podcast asks if you could have any indie developer take on a big AAA IP, who would they dev be and what would their new project be? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Um. Who are the devs? Oh, the devs behind. I, I'm just very, very excited to see what. Um, oh my God, what's the name of the game? The time traveling Roman game. Forgotten City. Forgotten City devs. Yeah. I just want to see them do something else, something cool. What could they? What triple A IP could they have? Titanfall. <laughs> I'm, I'm you so really want to see I another just really Titanfall? See, I don't know why the Titanfall is in my mind today, but that would be cool. I just want to see them do something else, honestly. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I I'm like the first dev that like popped into my head was super giant oh yeah and i'm trying to think of like what i would want them to take on after hades 2 of course i was gonna say you want something with like movement and oh what about like dishonored that could be cool like a really quick stealth game Mm -hmm. where you play as an assassin kind of killing everyone and moving around trying not to be spotted but trying to execute in a very cool perfect way Mm mm-hmm I'd be down for that. The the regular Dishonored's never like fully like got me involved. Uh, <laughs> I never I never stuck with them all the way through. Um but to have it in like a different style, I might feel differently about it and not first person so I can like see around me cuz I think that's what gets me too when I'm playing like a um a first person stealthy game mm-hmm. cuz I'm bad at stealth to begin with. But, you know, you put me in their head and I can't fully look around, then I get even worse with it. I'm yeah. surprised I, um, I, I beat the, the other one, Black Dude Time Loop. Oh, Death Loop. Yeah, Death Loop. <laughs> I said the word loop and it didn't <laughs> even trigger it. Um, I'm surprised I even beat that. But even that was like sometimes just like kind of running and gunning it. Yeah. I think, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Death Loop definitely lends itself more to that. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, Dishonored, you can run and gun it. Like, um, oh, who's the, is it Stealth Gamer BR has some amazing, like, high chaos runs that they've done. Yeah. But, 
Yeah. What if the Signalist dev made a Signalist-style game with the Control IP? Oh, my God. Okay. Signalist has been, uh, that's been interesting to me, too. I, I've, like, during our, uh, like, Game of the Year mm. deliberations last year, that's when it really, like, got on my radar more. I think Kurt was hyping it up. That was, it's a very much a cook. <laughs> so I, I, I haven't checked it out yet, but that looked cool. Um, going back to Supergiant for a second. Mm. Think, just thinking of Hades, I kind of want... A similar style of that, but God of War. Oh, like yeah, kind of old not. God of War in in that type of rogue like game. So screw Dishonor, get it out of here. I just want more Dishonor. I think it's because uh, on my flight last week, I put it. I, I got it in the Steam sale, mm -hmm. even though I have it on Xbox. <laughs> now, so why not have it on everything? That'd be really cool. I'm just trying to think of like in terms of indie devs. I mean, I know Bethel did. Um, doing tron he's got he has john wick mm -hmm. i also think what square montreal did with like hitman go lara croft go mm -hmm. um there was even deus ex go right yeah there was yeah, yeah. Uh, like just taking taking a beloved ip and doing something really cool and unique like that would be really cool. mm -hmm. I'm trying to think. What could get young those devs do? and and do like a mario type tile go game give like young that. horses mario <laughs> okay. <laughs> like a bucks and packs. <laughs> but we'll see. We'll see. Uh, this one is from Tom Hoppus 69. Okay. Very good. I don't remember if you guys have ever discussed it, but what were your earliest memories of video games? For me, it was playing Super Nintendo in the early 90s at my aunt's house. She was a heavy smoker, so anytime I get a whiff of cigarettes, all I can see in, in my head is me sitting a couple inches from the TV on my knees playing Street Fighter 2. Interesting. Um, for me, it's it's always PlayStation. For me, um, even though I'm I'm so console agnostic now, and I'll play on anything. Um, my first like console was a PlayStation. So, like just hearing that sound, or you know, uh, you know the startup sound, or just anything in, involved with like the PlayStation One. I'm even like in love with the color gray so it's like even just the color gray will like mm -hmm. remind me of that console and memories of that but also hercules because out of for some reason my first game on that was like the hercules game that i think is also on playstation plus right now like uh, really? one of the tiers in the classic tier or something like that but it's that and raymond that always like bring me back to then my earliest so I have a bunch of memories of early video game playing, but I can't place which order they sort of came mm -hmm. in. They kind of all came in together. I remember going to my friend Robin's house after school, and she had a Mega Drive. And we played... I can't even remember what game we played. I remember there it is. Oh, my God. Hey. <laughs> I mean, I've tried playing it now, you know, thinking, like, I'm a better gamer now. I still lose no. constantly. I mean, especially this level right oh here. This God. level can go to hell. Sends fortress <laughs> ass level. It's so oh bad. My God. Yeah, that's the thing. I just think games were tougher back then. Yeah, for and sure. That's made us more resilient. Mm -hmm. Um, but no, I I remember. Yeah, should have Mega Drive. My dad had a PC, so I definitely remember playing Quake and Doom with my dad when I was definitely too young to do so. Uh, Tomb Raider two. Was it Tomb Raider three? I think it was three with mm -hmm. the quad bike and everything. Um, and then uh. My sister had a PlayStation 1, and so did my friend Nell, and so we would play Oddworld, um, things like Spyro, Crash, and then I didn't get my own 
I got a PC. I had a cast off PC from my dad. Mm -hmm. And I had like all these educational games on there for a long time. Yeah. And then uh, I remember I was at my friend's Tom and Jack. Um, sounds, that was the most British sentence I've ever said. My friend's Tom and Jack. Um, <laughs> at least it wasn't like Jack and Jill. <laughs> then I would have well, been like, you're was, lying. Their dad's called Jerry. So it was literally Tom and Jerry. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, had, uh, they had The Sims. Okay. So, you know, you can definitely see the trajectory of my life, you know, casual into gaming. Oh, mm. yeah, I'll play Crash or I'll play Croc, Legend of the Gobbos. Uh, I remember. Bring, bring, bring Croc back cool. Croc. Be very careful how you say that. And then the, the Sims took mm -hmm. over, and that's when everything changed for me. And so I have, like, yeah, these various kind of floating memories of just, oh, I remember that game or that game or whatever. Mm hmm but I remember, you know, the first, you know, not to use Twilight terminology, but Im being imprinted upon by a video game series was certainly the Sims. Okay. And then never having a PC good enough to actually play it. <laughs> I, I fit into that boat at, at a certain point, too, where it was just like my cousin had uh, Sims 2, I believe, and she had just got like a new PC and was able to play it. And my, I just could not load it for anything. I was so jealous. I remember. So... Sims 1, you would have a neighborhood with like 10 lots on, on it. And then when the Unleashed expansion came out, it upped it to 40 lots. Mm -hmm. And I remember my friend now, she had, we, we installed the Sims Unleashed. And we obviously were very computer illiterate at the time. And she would load it up and all of the Sims would just be standing still. Mm -hmm. And we'd be like, mm, like trying not to cry because we'd spent 40 quid on this and yeah you know, it just didn't work at all <laughs> but then you can't even buy the sims now like the sims one yeah sucks. Unfortunately. you can find it <laughs> um this is from blaster goblin what recent games have you given up on playing for the first time or returning to due to constant stream of games this year i don't know Devante. how's cal kester stream here <laughs> Oh, yep. Uh, Jedi Survivor is definitely the one. I was just like, I'm really enjoying this. I'm going to get, I'm going to beat it before Tears of the Kingdom comes out. And silly me, I didn't. So, yeah, I have to, I have to get back to that. Um, but that's kind of, surprisingly, that's it when it comes to, like, recent games. Mm -hmm. um, I did, Street Fighter Six is my first Street Fighter I've ever purchased. Mm -hmm. um, and I did, like, start that and go, oh, I... I do kind of like Street Fighter, but then I like put it down mm -hmm. again. So I, I haven't um, gone all the way through like the world tour mode in that or anything. But yeah, for me, it's, it's definitely just Survivor. I think mine I too, that. unfortunately. I mean, even Tears of the Kingdom, and I, I do not say this to be like, oh, you know, opposite the kind of grain, but I, I like those games, mm -hmm. but there needs to be a more clear thing for me and so if i'm okay you know i get there i feel overwhelmed because there's so much to do and then if i um if i'm following my own little track that i've made in my head and something goes mm. wrong or i can't even do it then i just bounce off and then i leave it for a few days then i come back to it yeah. so i think that of all of the games tears of the kingdom is going to be the one that i will unintentionally drop off at okay um because even though i'm at the the fire temple right now there was a bit where i was like well i can't figure out how to get up there so i'm just gonna put this down and that was you know a week and a half ago mm -hmm. but jedi i'm so i'm really i was really enjoying it i was really enjoying it and then yeah just a bunch of stuff yeah i'll get back to it yeah. after Baldur's gate starfield 
Oh, Assassin's yeah. Creed. Yep. Everything that's coming out the rest of the year. In terms of like not recent games, um, a game I really want to go back to that I haven't finished is Elden Ring. Oh, mate. Yeah. And I, I, you know, I know a-, a year old. I, I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't touched it since like last summer. I have no idea where my character is, that's what bad. I was doing. Um, which boss I left off on, nothing. I just, like, I, I see it. Um, you know, this week I saw, like, a, a concept art book, and it just spawned that thought in me again, mm-hmm. just like, I'm going to get back to you. I had, uh, so iPhones give you these, like, oh, on this day, and I had one a few days ago, which is, like, on this day, got the platinum in <laughs> Elton Ring. Right, nice. Can't believe it's been a whole year. I think it's time because the RKG boys are just about to do their Elden Ring playthrough mm-hmm. on the 15th. I think it's when it starts and I'm so ready for it. If you've never seen Prepare to Try um, or Retry, is now known since mm-hmm. they left IGN, uh, definitely now is the time because the boys, it's going to be good. Also not recent, but Cyberpunk. I'm waiting. Wait, like the changes? Yeah, I know it's like going to be a completely new game. So I'm just like the hour I played does not matter. I'll restart. Once oh yeah, hundred percent. Everything else comes in. Yeah. Oh god, September's gonna be so <laughs> Tyler P. In one of the best years in gaming, what is your most overlooked game of the year? Overlooked. overlooked I would say. Game of the year. I. I know there's a lot of love for Dredge. I personally adored Dredge, mm-hmm. and I feel like for a solid week and a half, everyone was talking about it. Yeah. And I just hope that people take that into game of the year discussions i don't want dredge to get forgotten because it's really good yeah i that was another one that like you know it's in that same boat as um dave the diver i feel like where it's just like it came out of nowhere for me and then everyone is talking about it and ironically it has to do with water and, and fishing as well but hmm let me see i don't think there's anything that i've played that's like slept on because been such a great it has year. yeah it it's has been a great ridiculous year. this year and we're not even we're halfway through mm-hmm. and there's been hit after hit the only thing i'm like looking at that i hear no one talking about in like this list of games i like i i've been like taking notes on games as i play them lately and like i just saw atomic heart come up and i was like no that's that's not really slept on mm-hmm. uh, never mind <laughs> Um, all right, then. Time to go over to your wrong. Of course, if you have any corrections, uh, please email them in. Put stuff on the show. Uh, this one is from New, New Edge's Eyes. The Last of Us did have a stage play called One Night Live, where Ashley Johnson and Troy Baker recreated some of the most iconic scenes from the game. Sweet. Very nice. Um, <laughs> Kebabs. Incredible name. It's not Nick on the cover of EAFC24 because the guy on the cover has hair. Wow. Okay. Uh, and New Design says, you can only put WWE 2K locker codes in caps, so there is no need to worry. Cool. Awesome. Thank all you right. so much, everyone, for emailing in. Um, all right. The rest of this week's host for Kind of Funny Games Daily. Today, obviously, Devontae and myself. Tuesday, it is Greg and Bless. Wednesday, Tim and Greg. Thursday, Greg and Tim. See what they did there. Friday, Stella and Greg. If you are watching live only on YouTube and the live stream, there's going to be a 30-minute post show where the lovely Snow Bike Mike comes in to talk to us, Kind of Funny Games Daily hosts, about your Super Chat questions. Stay tuned after today's handshake to hang out with us before the next Kind of Funny starts. 
This has been Kind of Funny Games Daily, each and every weekday, live right here on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games and Twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games. We run you through the nerdy news you need to know about. And next time, until next time, I have been your host, Goose James. I've been Devontae Chisholm. Find, find me on the crocheting app or the bird <laughs> app at Devontae Chisholm. <laughs> and I'm at least James Games everywhere. Thank you so much. Catch next time. Oh, answer. Oh. <laughs> Nailed it. Incredible kind of funny games daily show host. It's Monday, my favorite day of the week, and I'm happy to see you all. I'm muted, but don't worry, I'm sure Kevin fixed that now. <laughs> hey, everybody, it's Mike back again for another super chat day with your incredible two kind of funny games daily show host, where I join both of these two incredible people and I jump into the chat with all of you to read your questions, concerns, and comments to kick off our week. It's Monday, my favorite day of the week. Devontae, let me ask you, what's the best day of the week? Hmm. I kind of like Monday as well. Like, I love a fresh That's start. Yeah, I love yes. a fresh start. So if it, fresh it, start, Lucy James, you heard it. If people, if you're one of the people who like to start your calendar on Sunday, then okay, what? fine. But also like, you know. <laughs> those people exist. Yeah, those, I mean, they're, I've, I've met them. They're out there. But yeah, Monday, I would, I would say, because it's, it's a fresh start. You know, it's just kind of like the first of the month even. It's just, it, it makes me feel brand new. Brand new feeling. Lucy James. You kind of gave us the side eye on the Monday. Tell me what your favorite day of the week is. You know, I am a big Thursday fan. Because Thursday. Thursday? Yeah, no, no. Because I, I don't know why it feels like, you know, you've got the, the most of the working week out the way. You're anticipating. You're excited for the Friday. Excited for what the weekend is going to bring. Everything kind of, you know, there's like. It's it's like you've you've hit the top of the hill and you're going downhill and it's going mm -hmm. quick and it's it's fun. And also, yeah, it's the pre-end if you've seen Succession. Enjoy I just like using the, the term pre-end. I've never okay. seen it, but I do like that word. <laughs> I've never heard that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like that. I like that. Thursdays used to be dollar drink night up in Lake Tahoe, and I loved dollar <laughs> oh, drink hell yeah. night. I'll tell you what. What a great time. But, of course, hey, kind of funny best friends, I'm back. It's Monday, and you just had an incredible kind of funny games daily with these and two incredible human beings. But... The fun doesn't have to stop right now. We have our Super Chat segment where I jump into the chat with all of you. Of course, you can Super Chat over on YouTube with your questions, comments, and concerns. If you want to dive a little bit deeper into one of today's news stories, or if you have some questions in the gaming world for these two, please let me know in the YouTube Super Chat. Or over on Twitch, you can subscribe at the Tier 1 through 3 level, or even with the new Hype Chat feature Ooh. to get your questions read and heard. Of course, the big question on everybody's mind is, what's your game of the year? right now lucy james we'll start with you what is the game of the year right now for you i mean my big question was going to be why are you in the void what's going on uh they kicked me out they won't let me go back on stage I anymore which is unfortunate because when i try to look at you lucy now i look this way and i'm not looking at you <laughs> you know and so like i have to look this way but i'm not looking at a but screen so i'm just looking at a wall it's a whole thing <laughs> it's a it's a kevin and nick thing i think they're trying to limit my power they're not letting me go big anymore you know they've locked you in there. i'm sorry mike, is that better a lot of people a lot of people you. say does mike have a cold you know what i mean and i don't i don't i feel <laughs> great i was in 
Austin, Texas, Lucy James. Okay. I had some tacos. Ooh. I had some barbecue. I got to see some incredible human beings, some best friends. It was a good weekend. Oh, it sounds it. I was, I was following your yeah. uh, your tweets and everything. It looked like a real good time. Thank you. Thank you. I'm not a big tweeter, Lucy James. Sometimes I just like to be in the moment, and I yeah. find myself when I when I start to get the tweet whipped up, Devontae, you know what I mean? I get lost in it for too long, and I'm like, man, I got to snap back to reality and go have a good time. Mm. I love that. I feel that. I wish I could do that. Lucy, <laughs> let's talk. Oh, game of the year so far. What's the game mm. of the year? Tell me about it. Oh. You know what? For me, me so far, Dead Space Remake. Ooh. Ooh I loved it so much. I mean, I'm having a great time with Dredge. I'm loving Dave the Diver. Final oh, Fantasy 16, oh. Resident Evil 4 Remake, all fantastic. But there's just something about going back on the Ishimura. Mm -hmm. It was so well done. And it's mm -hmm. kind of set, you know, between that and Resident Evil, set a benchmark for what I want remakes to be. Yeah. I like that. But I also I like think that, that okay. Dead Space is a game that just is timeless. So... Yeah, I have a lot of respect for it, even as someone that doesn't like to play horror games. <laughs> but that's the thing. It's not even re mm. Listen, I, I, I know where you're going to no, go. You're going to would... try to get me to play it. And then uh, next thing I know, I'm having nightmares. I'm calling you up just being like, I've got no sleep and it's all your fault. But the thing is, I think I think really it, it kind of follows the Resident Evil of, oh, it's going to it's going to lean into horror for maybe the first third. Mm -hmm. And then it's just an action game. Okay. I mean, there comes a point where you're shooting that giant, big, like a giant, big necromorph thing, and you're kind of outside, and you're in the zero G, and you're like, oh, this is just an action game. I, feel, <laughs> I think it's a confidence thing as well, because once you get yeah. over, like, obviously at the very beginning, you have no ammo, you're very weak, and then once you, there's a point you always hit where you're like, oh, I can go toe-to-toe -to -toe with these guys. Yeah. That's mine. What is yours? I'll play, I'll yeah. play the game. Um, mine, this is a hard one because for me, I want to say, I want to give the default answer and just go Tears of the Kingdom. Even though I haven't beaten it yet, I'm, I'm just, I'm still having such a blast with it. And it is the game that's just like when I think about um, the experiences I've had so far, that's, that's such a big standout. Um, if I'm not giving the default answer, Hi-Fi Rush still has like, a, a place in my heart um i can't believe that was this year yeah yeah i had to like remind myself but yeah it was, that was this year um but i i'm i am worried that it will get like overtaken or something mm. like by the time i finally give final fantasy 16 a try like is that going to swoop in and just like take both of those answers out of contention for me it's, it's going to be hard towards the end of the year for sure i'm already every time i play something new that's always that's an all the stuff I've been playing this year has been incredible. Mm -hmm. But every time I play something and it's really good, I'm like, oh, December's going to be tricky. Yeah. I might have to just give a tie. Yeah. <laughs> ten, ten games of the year. Like, yeah. Like, I, like I was that. just going to say a three-way tie, but you're yeah, three ga or ten games of the year. That's <laughs> wild. Mm -hmm. Mike, what's yours? Yeah, I like, I Mine is Final Fantasy 16 right now. I'm having a ton of fun. This is my first ever Final Fantasy, and I'm loving the combat mixed with the story. I am excited to go beat after beat and just continue pushing forward. So really loving that. And then Dave the Diver, surprisingly, oh, yeah. really stealing a lot of my love. I like Dave the Diver. I think the deep sea exploration adventure mixed with the sushi restaurant management sim is a ton of fun and a great idea. This is like a must-play game right now. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to buy it right, right when I get Elliot. back. I'm going to buy it because I, I didn't bring my Steam Deck with me on this trip. So I'll buy it right when I get home. Gotta have it. And I, I will say one thing, Lucy. A lot mm -hmm. of people know me. 
Uh, I'm going to put it out there. I'm really happy to see that Rock Hay City was not the worst game of the year. Crime Boss Rock Hay <laughs> City, better than what people think. Not as bad as Gollum. Oh, <laughs> God. You know, I feel like I just eternal sunshine Gollum from my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even I'm play it. I'm still waiting on a code. I, I want a code. I want to play it, y'all. So I'm going to, at one point, I'm going to buy it and just say, forget it. I'm just going to buy it and support Do it. the team over there. Cancel, cancel whatever you have planned for today's stream, stream and just it. play Gollum. <sighs> Another it. great one. Yeah, today, of course, you can see I'm in the lab right now. We're setting up. We're going to play Outlast Trials with Ooh. the team here. And Lucy, I don't know if you've played it. I was telling Devante about it. This game is a ton of fun. They did a really good job with this. When you're looking for a co-op horror experience, I think Outlast Trials is probably at the top of my list when it comes to, hey, you should play this game because it's really freaking dope. I'm excited for that one. I, I think I have code for it. I just haven't had a chance to get into it. But you guys in your scary games, man. I love a scary game. Scary love games. a good love scary game. Talk about more farming cozy games. <laughs> oh, give, give me a good recommendation on a fun farming cozy game. Disney Dreamlight Valley. Play it. It's on Game Pass. Play it. Devonte has been sounding the drum for that game for a long time. Barney, it's great. Yeah. I haven't played you, it. You and Joey Noel. Joey Noel loves it as well. Yeah. She loves that one as well. I'm a, I'm a big sim and park creator, so I'm looking forward to trying out Park Beyond. It doesn't Ooh. look like it lit the world on fire like I wanted it to, but uh, I'm always looking for a good sim or park builder, so I want to check that one out, and then I'll go back to The Sims anytime. Um, oh, The Sims, the horse the stuff is Sims. coming out in a couple weeks. Oh. Yeah. The... Not about that. So excited for that one. <laughs> Uh, it's it's my every, you know, every time they release a new big expansion, I become hyper fixated on The Sims again. Um, but Roots of Roots of Patcher, a uh, sim game where it's basically Stardew Valley-esque, but you are starting in an ancient civilization. So you have to basically, like, discover time and mm -hmm. writing and all this kind of stuff. So you are basically building that. this civilization. Hmm. Played that at Summer Game Fest last year. I downloaded it for my flight, but I didn't get around to it. So I want to give that a go. And also... Um, Oh, there's another one. I forget what it's called, but you are basically like it's like a city sim, but you're building a village on the top of a big walking. Oh, uh, oh yeah, the wandering village. The wandering village. Yeah. Yes, that was yes. awesome. Yeah, uh, I played the demo for yeah. that one. Yeah, I played that at GDC, and that team over there is really excited to share that game with the world. It looks really, really good. Yeah, yeah, some DLC like coming okay. out too. Hmm. Well, of course, chat, don't forget, you can get involved. You can have your questions heard. If you want to ask Lucio Devante any sort of questions while we're here during this Super Chat segment, please get them in the chat. You can Super Chat as well to get it right up at the tippy top. And I'll jump right into it. Lucy, I want to stick on The Sims for just a moment. Hello. Uh, what do you like to do when you play The Sims? Are you more of an HGTV girl where you <laughs> renovate the house and, like, make it look nice? Do you play The Sims itself and, like, mm. control their life and world? What, what do you like to get lost in? So Sims 1 was definitely a, more of a balance of building and story mode. Sims 2 was definitely story mode kind of pretty much all the way because Sims 2 had the best. Oh, it's so frustrating. Like, I love The Sims 4. I think they've done a fantastic job turning that game around. But if you look back at what you could do in The Sims 2 mm -hmm. in terms of animations, in terms of character interactions, in terms of... And I know they just put this in the latest expansion, but, like, you could form memories. So if your Sim had its first kiss, it would remember and it would think about it fondly. Nice. Um, Sims 3 didn't get me so much um, because my PC just could basically never run it. Uh, but Sims 4, 
I'm way more into building just because I think the tools are way better. I mm -hmm. think as well, the inter um, the way that the gallery is just right there. I can very easily just grab a building, put it in and then spruce it up to my taste. Mm -hmm. um, but with the cottage living expansion and now with the upcoming stable stuff, <laughs> have a ranch. I'm gonna have, you know, I, it, it depends. It, I really want to have the full experience of The Sims, but there are so many expansion packs and stuff now, I don't have them all, but I'm, I'm in balance. Mike, what about you? Uh, I am all about designing the house. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I like to pretend like I'm the two bros, the two property brothers, and I'm in there, I'm changing up the rooms, I'm changing mm -hmm. up the decor, I'm putting in furniture. I, I'm all about it, and I love it so, so much. Have you played House so Flipper? Uh, you know what? It's on my list. It's on my list okay. of games for us to play. Have you played that one? How is it? Let yeah, me know. I, I enjoy House Flipper, and with uh, Steam Next Fest, I played House Flipper 2, which is oh. coming out sometime this fall. And uh, I like I like a lot of what they they changed in that game. They, you have flipper sense, so you can <laughs> you can highlight the walls that like you need to demolish and and uh, paint and stuff like that. It kind of helps you navigate it uh, while while you're renovating. It's it's some nice improvements. I think that's pretty sweet. Did you ever try Bear and Breakfast? Yeah, yes. love that. These games. Yeah, I love that one. Um, I I didn't like finish it. Um, because I, I I like started it. Fell in love with it and then got a Steam Deck and wanted to play it on Steam Deck, but it hadn't got... It didn't work at the Yeah, it didn't get, yeah. like, the controller um, update yet, so I need to, like, go back to it now that it finally has that and has had some other quality of life stuff thrown in there. But, yeah, I was even thinking of buying the, like, plush. I think they tweeted that oh. there was, like, a plush oh. of the bear out. And I, yes. I'm one of those suckers that bought um, the plush of the cult from uh, the lamb from Cult of the oh, Lamb. Oh yeah, yeah. Because that was like yeah. my favorite game of last year. So I, I have that around. Even like Jingles, my dog thinks it's for him all the time. I'm like, no, dude, I better not find you <laughs> chewing on this. Yeah, put it out of his reach. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty high up right now. Since we're on the fun sim games, I have another mm -hmm. one. Uh, Blooming Casino uh simulator i believe is a casino sim that has nothing but animals as all the human beings walking around your casino so i thought that was kind of cool i really am into you know coming from tahoe they have the big casino um business and nightlife over mm -hmm. there so i've always wanted to run my own mm -hmm. casino so yeah blooming business casino is the game on steam right now and it has like nothing but animals as all of your people and you can like put the roulette table the slots all over the floor i think that's a great idea and uh one i want to get it lost into for sure yeah that looks cool putting that on my radar uh, as if i need any more of these type of games <laughs> to play but that's that's dope i'm gonna check that out uh let's switch up the conversation let's talk mm. about games you're looking forward to mm -hmm. so of course uh Devontae, i'll start with you what is the most anticipated game of the year now as we look forward to and what's a sleeper hit that people might not know about so for me um I'm going to say Starfield. I want to see if it lives up to, you know, what they're saying it's it's going to be. Runner-up for me would be, like, Lies of P. It did, like, surprise me um, when I played the demo. And when it comes to a sleeper, I'm going to go back to my, my, sim, my sim bag and pull out City Skylines 2. Ooh. I think, oh. I think I've, I've been watching oh. a lot of the, uh, the videos that they have going up um on on their youtube channel talking about the new features that are coming into the game and just giving like dev uh deep dives into some of the features um and i like what they're doing with that and i think it's going to be a fantastic sequel so i think that's going to uh kind of fly under a lot of people's radar this year 
That's a great poll right there. Lucy James, what do you got for me? What should I be writing down? Oh, God. I mean, Baldur's Gate 3, for sure. Yes. I'm, it's yes. also coming out on my birthday now. They moved it. Nice. Which I like to think that Larian did just for me. I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> Baldur's Gate 3. That's nice. Alan Wake 2, obviously. Uh-huh. Um, Thirsty Suitors is mine. Oh, yeah. kind of under the, great poll. Not under the radar, but I think more people should be paying attention to it. Looks mm-hmm. great. Um, and that's coming out in November. But yeah, also Starfield. Starfield, Starfield is like everyone's got to play Starfield, you know. Yes, I don't. Need, it is I don't need to tell answer. you all the lovely best friends about Starfield. Everyone, Star- everyone is like poised and ready. Mm-hmm. All eyes on Starfield. All eyes on Todd's jacket. Oh my God! <laughs> I'll tell you what, Lucy James. You know, we got to meet that guy in person. That guy, he's great looking. He's got a great jacket. He's got a great sense of style. He's like Roger. I don't know if you guys noticed today. Mm-hmm. Roger always has like some nice jacket on, mm-hmm, maybe a mm-hmm. cool little two-piece. This guy's just got it dialed in on the sense of style. Oh, yeah. I'm over here wearing a Def Jam t-shirt. I have no style. I have no nothing like those nah, guys. Nothing listen, listen look, man. The shirt, the shirt is dope. You know, you can't you can't like undersell the shirt, especially like the shot you had like a couple minutes ago. You could see the character's eyes just being oh, angry around you, you the microphone. Knew. It was fantastic. You knew it's right. Yes, <laughs> Lucy took mine with Baldur's Gate 3. I'm very excited for mm-hmm. Baldur's Gate. I cannot wait to play it. Uh, similar to you guys, Starfield. I mean, I've been yelling it's got to be a game of a generation, and mm-hmm. I, I do expect that. I think with what Todd and the team have promoted, it seems like the scale is going to be grand beyond our belief. So I think it's going to be something special. Now, does it run? Is it fun and engaging? That will all come down to release day. Yeah. Uh, but I'm excited to see it right now he's got me pumped up and hyped up on it right now yeah and There's worst Andy. Case. Andy, what you got and he's just doing stuff in the background don't worry we're just pressing buttons um Andy, do you have a question for lucy james at all uh no not really hey Devonte. hey lucy hey. damn Hi, Andy's here. he just says hello <laughs> she says damn Oh. Like disappointed in you. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to do stuff. I'm doing stuff. <laughs> All right, let's talk big movie releases. Oppenheimer or Barbie, you two? Which one do you Barbie. guys want to see the most? No contest. Oh, man. So I'm actually, I'm going to be at Comic-Con, so I'm going to miss um, the Boppenheimer double bill that everyone's doing. Uh-huh. So, oh. no. Because that's the question. Do you go see Barbie first or do you go see Oppenheimer first? Barbie. Barbie first. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> Barbie I would say, for sure. I would say you'd go see Oppenheimer first. Mimosas. Barbie. Mm-hmm. Okay. Kind of reset right. the day. Reset the day after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah you like want to end on a high note. You want to end okay, on true. the vibes. Um, I want to see them both so much. I will be, I will be that IMAX person for sure for mm-hmm. Oppenheimer. It's a weird thing. I haven't seen an Oppenheimer trailer, I don't think. I've only seen the first one. But it's one of those ones where, you know, like um, for uh, Final Fantasy 16, for example. Mm -hmm. I saw that first trailer and I was like, I don't need to see anything else. Yeah, you're just I'm in. in. And that was the exact same for me with Oppenheimer. I mean, Christopher Nolan. I still haven't seen Tenet. Yeah, same. Came out at a weird time. Came out of, yeah. Yeah. Um, But I'm so stoked for Oppenheimer. What a cast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like know the cast. I know it's Nolan, um, but I haven't seen any trailers. I only seen one Barbie trailer, but uh, mm. and like you just said, you see one and then like you're in. Yeah. Plus, the marketing for that movie has been ridiculous, and you can't go anywhere without seeing something about it. <laughs> that was a really smart. I mean, the uh, the marketing for Barbie is kind of reaching that fever pitch for me at the moment. But the, yeah. the really smart <laughs> one was just the pink mm-hmm. on a billboard with a small 
be yeah. in the corner. I was like, that's so smart. When you when your brand reaches critical mass like that and you don't even have to put the name of the movie on it, mm-hmm. incredible. But no. Mike, what about you? Uh, I'm I'm a little worried I'll fall asleep during Oppenheimer, and mm-hmm. I have a good feeling I will, you know? So I'm, I'm a Barbie Even in guy. IMAX with the that. big... You know what? It's Here's possible. the catch, Lucy. I, I think in IMAX it might be a little bit different because they don't let you pull your seat back in the mm-hmm. IMAX, so I'll be like straight up the whole time. So mm-hmm. we'll see. But I did fall asleep in a 4DX movie once, and Which I was one? rattling the whole time. Uh, Jurassic <laughs> World Evolution or whatever bad. the last one was. Dominion. That's bad. So I could fall asleep in anything if I need to. But yeah, I'm a little huh. worried I'll fall asleep during Oppenheimer. So I'm a Barbie boy. I'm gonna go there and enjoy that. I think it's gonna be a great time. Sweet. Let's I fell asleep on. in John Wick 4, and I don't feel good about that. Oh, mm. but it was okay. the end of GDC, and I was very tired. Okay, tired. at least you have, tired. you have an excuse. Yeah, yeah. We'll accept it. Let's move on to the next one. Lucy James, I need to know, do I need to play Alan Wake 1 before Alan Wake 2? I would honestly say you need to play, if you, you've played Control, right? I actually have not played Control. I would say you play mm. Control rather than Alan Wake. Okay, okay. Alan Wake 1 is still a lot of fun. The... Changes when they when they re-released it last year, it still very much feels like a 2010 game in some regards. Like at, at some points, it is just dudes running at you, um, and you've got the you've got the flashlight, and then you've mm-hmm. got the gun, and it kind of feels a little bit dated. But Control takes all the threads from all the Remedy games and kind of puts them together. And then there is the AWE expansion, which ties in Alan Wake Two and Control. Mm-hmm which is great. And also it feels way better to play. Control okay. is just so fun. Like when you get yeah. the hover thing and when you get like some of the different weapon uh, service pistol variations, it's just really fun. Also, Kojima's in it. There's like a little mission with Hideo Kojima. Really? Yeah. Huh. Um, I think that's pretty dope. He just does the voiceover. Though. I don't think, no, you don't see him. But okay. like there's also the, um, the ashtray maze, which is one of the coolest levels in a game mm-hmm. ever. So I thoroughly recommend that you Control. Yeah, that's good to hear because I've I've played Control, B Control, um, didn't really have any interest in going back to Alan Wake One. Mm-hmm. So great to hear that yep. I can just slide into Alan Wake Two and. I mean, honestly, you could. Yep. There is there are really good recap videos on YouTube where you can just yeah. all and they because there's a lot of threads that they left untangled, obviously, from Alan Wake One, mm-hmm. and it's been 13 years. So you could just watch one of those and be like, okay, I know who Barbara Jagger is. Okay. And I know what DFS is and whatever. And then you just go into control and you're like, ah, sick. We. Yep. Control okay. 2, when? Couple years, probably. <laughs> yeah, working on it. I think they said they're doing another control. But yeah, Alan Wake. We have a super chat question Ooh. coming in from Final Fantasy 16 fan. Ooh. Hey, you. I wonder what it's see about. a game for sale a week before release date. Do you attempt to buy it or do you let the store know? Okay. Oh, we have a question here. A little, little moral question. Oh, no. Hey, you see a game for sale a week before the release date. Do you attempt to buy it or do you let the store know? Lucy James, you start. Are you going to tell the store and raise your hand and say, hey, maybe there's a problem here? Or are you going to take advantage of that deal steal? Hmm. You know... As someone, I mean, is it is it like a small independent store? I'm oh. not one of those. Yeah, like I'm not one of those oh. people who is gonna stream it. Yeah. I used to go in the UK. I don't know if they're still around, but there was a shop called Shop Two, an mm-hmm. online store, and they were very well known for shipping things ahead of time. So I always used to get stuff a little bit early. Oh, okay. But I wouldn't, you know, put it all online mm-hmm. or anything. I'm not not that person. 
But if he gets a plan with me, always fun. Mm. I yeah, I wouldn't. Be, I just wouldn't be a snitch. Same. Um, I have to say, yeah. In in high school, uh, there was a shop that would, you know, break street date. Um, kind of just for like a select amount of people, it seemed. But we break street date, and I did get a couple of games early, even like GTA uh, Four. I got early. I want to say like maybe wow. even like a week early. Um, and yeah, you know, just shh, keep quiet. I was gonna say, don't is, leak, did, don't Rockstar, did the power of Rockstar spoil, come down upon that? Don't job? spoil anything for people. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I would say anything. Does that make us bad people? No, <laughs> spoiling things would make would us make horrible. us bad people. And yeah. I think, mm. but I, th I think so. Looking, if you think back to when we were buying games you know when you were younger and we didn't necessarily have the the internet wasn't as reactionary and as like i got there first as it is yeah. now i don't think this would even be really part of the conversation but now everyone is like just dying to leak stuff everyone is dying to be like oh i want the hits of someone put the whole of Gollum up you know yeah. like a good month before release <laughs> um but yeah i think back then it was an innocent time just want to play the games. Mm -hmm. We weren't even putting it out there for clout. Yeah. But now, League Central. Yeah. It did feel good to like get achievements and stuff before like anyone else. <laughs> oh, yeah. But then, I mean, even mm. sometimes you used to, I remember, you know, 10 years ago or so, if you got a code early, certain games you would have to be whitelisted for um to play them yeah because otherwise they would see you online on xbox live and xbox would ban you if you went yeah whitelisted i do properly. i do remember that yeah so i would so i think there was a couple that i would like play offline just in case like unplug that ethernet cable. yeah pretty much <laughs> mike what would you do i'd call the authorities immediately mike! and i'd tell everybody <laughs> no i'm just kidding <laughs> you know it's so funny, Lucy. I've never been in that situation at my back home at my local shop. It was a GameStop, so like they were oh. pretty on the level all the time. So we never had. I've never been in a moment where anyone was selling it ahead of time that mm -hmm. I ever saw before. So I think that's pretty fun. Um, pretty wild stories from you two. I've never no never had that situation. A criminal I pass. I'd, <laughs> I would buy it and I'd walk outside and be like, "Yo, they're selling Mario early. Come over here." You know? <laughs> Yeah, we would say nothing. Yeah, we we knew it would be breaking street day, but mm -hmm. we wouldn't tell anyone else that that shop was doing it. <laughs> um, let's talk about shops right here. Of course, oh. Lucy, you're in SF, and I've noticed there's not many video game stores here, oh. if any, besides GameStop. Uh, of course, Devontae, I want to know about your local stop. Tell me about some local stops or local shops that you guys love around town. In San Francisco, there aren't any anymore. The big GameStop on Market closed down a few years ago. Um, there is one. There is one, I think, in the Mission that I went to last year because I was filming some stuff for GameStop and went mm. there. Honestly, I am a, dig a digital download person these days. Yeah. I'm very impatient. The last physical copy of a game that I bought uh, was Cyberpunk. And actually, that worked out well for me because I have the disc PS5 mm. and I had, I played Cyberpunk PS4 disc on the PS5 and it was great. Nice. So everyone, everyone else was having a hell of a time and I was like, ooh, maybe one crash every three hours. Mm. What about you? Do you got any, like? Not really. I'm, I'm also digital, but when I'm looking for something old, I'll dip into some and there are some like pretty good um, retro spots not too far from me um, in Jersey. 
but if I can't find something, it's just like New York has a bunch of them. So yeah. I'm like a quick short train ride away from just walking around NYC and, and getting like a retro game from over there. I did that after I played Breath of the Wild. Like I was like, I'm going to play all the Zeldas I didn't beat. Very ambitious of me. And I did not make it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I did end up like going to NYC to like find a copy of um, Wind Waker mm -hmm. to like play on Wii. Um, and I also did that with the... Uh, Def Jam Fight for New York, Mike oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Mike Shirt. I, I went and that. I went and found that at a shop um, nearby. So that that's basically it for me. It's just like if I want something old, um, then I'll get it physically like that. But if I want something new, it's usually digital. Yeah, I mean the last actually, I mean other than Cyberpunk, the only physical game I bought was the Metal Gear Solid collection because you couldn't buy it anywhere uh, digitally. Um, for Xbox 360, which I would then play on my Xbox One mm -hmm. uh, to stream it. But then, I mean, otherwise, I, I will get physical copies of my favorite games, but only under like specific circumstances. So I went to Japan and Tam got me an original PS2 Japanese copy of Okami. Okay. And the last time I was in Japan, I got an original PS2 copy of Persona 4. Nice. So those are just my little, you know, the goats. Yeah. The best of all time. <laughs> so I just kind of want those, but... Other than that, yeah, I mean, as someone who has moved across the world mm -hmm. and I have dumped so much of my stuff at my mom's place, I, I, you know, I kind of have that more like, oh, less is more mindset these days. Which For is sure. Bad. Yeah. But it, Shipping it's a reality. costs a lot of money. Yeah. Moving, moving in general is hard. Um, and yeah, having a bunch of like digital, you know, discs and cases and all of that stuff Mass even if you helmets. put it even if you put it in a binder yeah. it's still a lot to yeah. move around so that that also was what kind of converted me mm. into like the digital lifestyle and also laziness you know oh yeah it's get up there. change a disc <laughs> nah, just download just, it. Know, i got good internet press a button here. yeah i got internet it's fine <laughs> i like that you too well of course we're going to end today's super chat segment with one final question slash a nice comment coming in from raymond k writes and says i love lucy on the fps pod she has the best takes thank you so much Very kind something of nice Thanks. of course you can always catch lucy doing some dope stuff and now you've been introduced into Devonte's world and all the dope stuff that he does so yep. best friends go follow these two incredible human beings on their video game journey and you can have fun conversations with them and check out all the dope work that they're doing around the globe but this has been your monday kind of funny games daily and super chat segment so we're going to say goodbye we're going to transition into the lab in just mere moments but of course you'll notice if you're watching on youtube you don't have to go find a new link you don't got to go anywhere we're going to keep this stream going the whole afternoon so if you have any best friends that jump into the stream and say hey where's kind of funny games daily where do i go tell them to scrub back rewind all the way to the top of the show they can watch games daily with these two incredible human beings and then they can catch up on some outlast trials with us but this will end today's super chat segment so for these two goodbye everyone see ya later Bye.